0: Morning. So I'd like to open some conversation about karma, karma in Sanskrit, karma in Pali, the law of cause and effect, and I feel it's so important that all of us have some deeper understanding of that, the foundational teaching of all of dharma. So karma, the law of cause and effect, is first off based on the truth of impermanence. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is fixed. Nothing is reliable. Everything is constantly transforming. No matter what we see, brief, momentary, provisional, unstable, perishable, and of course that's true across the board. So we think that the weather is. The way it is, it's only brief, it's only momentary. We think that we are the way we are, it's brief. Later this afternoon, we'll think differently, we'll feel differently, we'll be in different body positions, we're digesting different things, we're breathing different air. And then over time, that difference becomes manifest itself as different. So that's the basic Buddhist teaching. It's just a basic observation. It's not Buddhist teaching, in particular it's observation. So, comma the law of cause and effect begins with the isness of this moment. Begins with the isness of this moment. Noticing the presence. Noticing the way things are. Noticing a particular experience. And then. Noticing it changes. Well, the way it changes, the direction of its change, the unfolding of that change is come, come. And it happens in an orderly manner. This moment leads to this moment, leads to this moment, leads to this moment. Bees don't become whales. That's a, you know, that's a over, we'll, we'll see. Bees don't become whales. So, there's one moment a bee, the next moment is not a whale. There's one moment of a seed. the next moment is not a tree. One moment of a baby, the next moment is not an old person. You know, there's a, there's a, an order to it. And an order that accords with situation, accords with the structure course, with alignment with basic biology. And we might say that that's a natural law. That this moment is predicated on the previous moment and is the antecedent to the next moment. Moment, 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 moment. And in a way, that's what all of Newtonian f- physics is based upon. If we understand... The the series of causes, the series of forces, the series of mechanical changes, and we can understand the outcome, we can predict the outcome. And so you know, nothing wrong with that. It's a very important view. So that understanding of comma is like a whole series of dominoes. You push one domino, the next domino, next domino, next domino, next domino, until the whole circle. So. So when we're talking about this moment and this moment and this moment, it's not a linear truth. because if we plant a seed, in 36 precepts or whatever, Is the precepts, because the precepts is a foundation based on karma, based on karma, for a suffering alignment with deep truth, motivation, and action. So not to kill, not to steal, not to lie, not to to misuse alcohol and drugs, not to misuse sexuality. The universe doesn't do any of those things. Kill, steal, lie. The, The kind of fundamental isness of things. How can something, how can the one thing steal from the one thing? How can the one thing lie to the one thing? How can the one thing kill the one thing? So the universe does not have those qualities. And when we are in alignment with that fundamental truth in a way we also do not have those qualities. It's a natural unfolding. And when we are in a human realm, which we all are, and we're trying to act and react in a human realm, when we are in alignment with those qualities of not killing, stealing, lying, misusing sexuality, or misusing alcohol and drugs, then we are in line with that fundamental truth of oneness, connection, You begin to see that who I am and who the world is, is one thing. How can I kill myself? Other people's suffering is my suffering. My confusion is other people's confusion. In order to clear other people's confusion up, I have to clear my own confusion up. So, the first foundation of comma at every level, is the precepts. Because when we're in alignment with the precepts, everybody benefits. The second is that motivation, the second act- activity, not, not the fundamental thing, the second activity is, well, what do we want to do with this life? What are our particular skills? What are our particular, you know, knowing ourselves? And so to unfold this unique package of karma that we are, this particular unique set of causes and conditions that we are, to unfold them ethically in alignment with, with that particular package so that this moment leads to this moment leads to this moment leads to this moment is part of Dharma also. So, in this moment, with your particular package of karma, we have some choice. We have some choice, based upon our motivation. If our motivation is wholeness, if our motivation is inclusivity, if our motivation is kindness, if our motivation is those things that are in line with the fundamental truth of everything is creative and coming forward moment after moment after moment, then this particular iteration of karma will also move forward in a skillful way, not disconnected from the universe. So this particular bundle of karma has a place, is important. Mother Teresa says that somewhere that... um, That we, we may be just drops in the ocean, but without that drop, the ocean would be different. And think of all the other drops. So, our motivation, in accordance with our particular package of karma, is important. So, if we turn our mind toward anger, if we turn our mind toward resentment, if we turn our mind toward um, righteousness and wrongness, if we turn our mind toward greed, if we turn our mind toward um, kind of going unconscious in delusion, then that has effects on this particular bundle of karma. It shapes it. It takes it in a particular direction. And that bundle of karma, of course, affects this bundle of karma affects everybody thing everything that we encounter. So, that's the first important thing. What's our motivation toward goodness, toward inclusivity, toward wholeness, towards being one with the universal truth of creativity in accord with our particular life so that the expression is our unique offering. But it's not... So karma, again, is not a law in the sense of there's this and there's this. I mean, if you do this, you get this. You do this, you do get this. It's much more subtle than that. And one of the ways it's subtle is to sort out what is... Social convention from what is, in a way, natural law, what is karma. Social convention is in Britain, they drive on the left side of the road. And in America, we stop on red. And in Swahili land they wear no shoes social convention is the conventions that we as a human beings we as human beings have agreed upon and that we have found to be skillful to allow all these disparate people to work together in some way the fact that we drive on the right side of the road everybody in the united states drives on the right side of the road makes it a whole lot easier those of you who've been to some foreign countries where ostensibly they drive on the right side of the road according to the law, but nobody does, realizes that you, know, you can be in a highway and going one direction and there'll be 12 cars coming at you or goats or people or or, or carts or bemos, or whatever. It's a lot more chaos. So we have social conventions that enable us to live together more skillfully. And those social conventions are not the law of karma. So you might be really in line with the social mores of the particular time, and it has all kinds of bad effects in terms of suffering, in terms of this. Ease in terms of disrespect. So it's very important that we understand what is a, so, a social convention and what is a law. The laws of, what we call the laws of the universe, the laws of comma, have to do with truth, with integrity, with creativity, with um, respect, with inclusivity, with the marvelous uniqueness of an of all things. The law of, the, of social convention might have to do with, well, let's burn witches at the stake, or let's throw lots of people in prison, or let's, let's put bars up so we can keep diamonds which we just decided were valuable. The universe doesn't care so we can keep people from taking the diamonds which we decided were valuable, and if they try to take the diamonds we decided were valuable, we decide we're going to punish them by putting them in prison, and da 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 So as we are evaluating these things, we see, okay, well, there's, there's social conventions, and it's convenient, it's helpful, it's certainly smooths things out helps us to help other people when we're in line with those social conventions. But those social conventions did not necessarily lead to good. They did not necessarily lead to wholesomeness as we see in our culture. Whereas the paying attention to the law of karma, the law of karma, paying attention to the unfolding of this isness in a healthy direction with a motivation of truth and inclusivity, kindness, love, does have a healthy outcome. Now, it's not so simple, obviously, I'm, you know, we're breaking it down. So, you know, if you're, you want to be pro-life and our planet is overpopulated and that population is killing life, or you want to steal because there are people who are starving and you want to steal something to give to them so they won't starve. Or you want to... you know We've decided as a culture to pay $100,000 for one person's medical procedure and to take that away from improvements to the school system. Killing somebody who might kill others. So it's not as though there is this this thing clear thing to do and clear thing not to do but that's where it comes into discernment of our motivation discernment and that comes into meditation that means can we begin to calm down the reactive mind that is just reacting 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 like a pinball in a pinball machine can we calm it down and actually begin to see our true nature our particular bundle of karma And then, can we align that bundle of karma with goodness? And then, can we act with that motivation? Has a different outcome. And because the universe is not linear, because the universe is not just like a series of dominoes, when we do that, we align this bundle of karma with the, with the good, with the creative, because that's our fundamental experience is everything is created, everything comes forth, no creation, no life. Because we, then that those effects ripple out in all kinds of directions. And because this particular bundle of karma that we are sitting in that we are inhabiting right now, temporary, and permanent, it will change, and we have the capacity to influence the direction of that change based upon lots of causes and conditions. We can influence the, the direction this bundle of karma moves in. We can get up in the morning and we can decide we want grapefruit juice or coffee or orange juice. We can change the direction of this bundle of karma. When we change it in the direction of what is healthy and what is good, the repercussions of that flow out. Now, it's not as though we do it one time and that's it, but it is the repetitive intention. Over and over, we make that choice. Over and over, we choose not to be angry. Over and over, we choose not to steal, but to be generous. Over and over, we make that choice. Then, over and over, one little choice, 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 one little choice. choice. Just like if we put a dollar in the bank every day, the end of the year, you know, we have a few hundred dollars. So, the little choices that the mind makes each time we orient ourselves with our motivation in a particular direction, in line with the innate goodness of the universe... accumulates. And that accumulation begins to exp- spread out into our view of the rest of the world. Our view of the rest of the world. And perhaps even the rest of the world. Because the eye that sees the stars is right here. The eye that hears the sounds of the world is right here. The eye that the... the the, uh, the, you know, all kinesthetic experience is right here. There's no evidence that there's anything out there. No evidence at all, except our minds, you know, swirling thoughts. So when we change with our intention, with our motivation, in alignment with the, the cosmic force for creativity and good, And this bundle of karma moves more and more in that direction, then it changes everything we see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and think. And so, by changing, aligning, choosing to direct this bundle of karma to the good, that choice changes. Everything changes the world we live in. And it all boils down to, when I'm in a difficult situation, do I turn my mind toward generosity, kindness, appreciation, and skillfulness, or do I turn my mind to resentment, hiding, running away, and anger, freezing, whatever? That little choice that we make over and over and over and over again shapes our lives. So, there's a lot more than just this little snippet I'm giving you. It's worth studying. But how we think, how we turn our attention, what thoughts we feed, changes the world. I guess that's all there is right now. Um, What what I do online um, these days is I just say, are there any questions? Anybody have any comments? Anybody have any insights? Anybody like to say anything about this matter? So in this case, the literal, the floor is open. and as we don't if somebody does want to say something I'll repeat it for the benefit of the peanut gallery thank you all for being present